Greetings, my friends, and welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 21. This is Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery, and today is all about saying no. The goal, as always, is to dive deeper into how we humans can more effectively move toward the outcomes we want. Usually this means getting uncomfortable and doing hard things, as you all should know by now. So turn up the volume. Put down the distractions and let's kick this off. So if you've ever started down that path to do something meaningful in your life and for whatever reason found yourself not moving toward the outcome you claim to want, like there's a part of you that simply refuses to move, then you're in the right place. Do the hard thing is an exploration in human movement. So in today's episode, we're going to dive deep into what it means to say no. And at the top of the episode, I want to just give you guys a quote that uh, hit me kind of hard from Seth Godin. Seth says, just saying yes because you can't bear the short-term pain of saying no is not going to help you do the work. And I can relate to this. So I thought I'd share with you guys a little bit of my life in how I've noticed this aspect of not saying no has sort of reared its ugly head and what it has meant for me in the past. So Before I do that, let's talk a little bit about why it's so hard to say no. Now, if you talk to anyone who knows me, they'll they'll tell you that I'm a very stern, sort of direct, straightforward person when it comes to the things that I communicate. But I can tell you firsthand that that is not an indication of how I feel when I have to tell someone no. When I tell someone no, I feel it on a bunch of different levels. And so why is it so hard to say no? Why is it so hard to say no? So for me, one thing that comes up is that I'm realizing that I am much more of a people pleaser than I project or that I thought that I was. I'm actually finding it hard to say no to people because of the fact that on the back end of that, there's this deep-seated fear that I will be unaccepted or I will be ostracized. I'll not be part of the pack You know, that sort of innate fear that we carry in our lizard brains that we're going to be ostracized. And back in the day, that meant death. Obviously, carrying that forward into the future doesn't necessarily mean death, but the feeling that goes goes along with that is still present, at least in my life. And the flip side of that is, if you realize that the vast majority of the world gets off on being around agreeable people, then you'll know immediately that being a disagreeable person, someone who says no, someone that goes their own way, is not necessarily going to be someone who is immediately welcomed in all circles of life. In fact, it's going to put you on a pedestal and cause you to stand out from the crowd. And a big part of you has to be able to accept the fact that you are sort of riding the fringe, if not outside the circle altogether. So I thought I'd share with you guys an example from my life and what this looked like. Uh, if you've been around for a while, you may have heard this example in the past, but it's, it sort of crystallizes this idea in a very succinct way. Now, my wife and I traveled to Nova Scotia for her best friend's wedding uh, several years ago. And like all weddings, we were there with the groups of people, relatives who've you know, basically traveled across the ocean from Europe, relatives who'd traveled all over Canada, and then, of course, myself coming from the States, And we're all gathered in this tiny little town called Anaganish in Nova Scotia, which is beautiful. It's right on the water. And part of the activities were we were going to get everyone together and go out on small fishing boats 
and just spend some time on the water, maybe do some fishing, some swimming, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I took around, I took a look at the cast of characters and I decided that this was not something that I should take part in. And the minute that I decided I was not going to take part in it, there was some blowback. So before I tell you what the blowback was, let me tell you why I decided not to do this. Now, I'm a type of person, I do not enjoy being around cigarette smoke under any circumstances. When I was a kid, my grandfather, when we would drive up to the lake, he had his old Ford truck and he would sit there. Those old Ford trucks had these tiny little triangular shaped glasses in the front of the door glass and he would just crack it slightly and he would smoke cigarettes the entire trip, but he wouldn't let us roll down the window. So I'm in there basically inhaling the smoke, like dying And he thinks it's not bad because he's got his little cigarette beside the little crack in the window. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, you know, hacking up a lung and it doesn't seem to matter. And so this idea of being around cigarette smoke is not something that is pleasing to me. And, you know, obviously with a lot of the cast of characters going out on the lake being, or the lake, the ocean, being from Europe, quite a few smokers, going to be some drinking, going to be lots of kids. You know, I like all of these things to a degree individually and at certain distances, but taken all together, you pile them on top of one another and you put them in a tight space. And that's a recipe for me getting really pissed off. So I chose out for that very reason because I knew it would be very uncomfortable for me. And I would then in turn probably stand a good chance of making it uncomfortable for those around me, whether you know, just by giving off negative energy or saying some crappy, shitty comment to someone by the time I just got fed up with it all. So I chose out. So the blowback from that, what happened when I chose out of a group activity at a wedding, my wife's best friend's wedding, no doubt, what was the blowback? Well, the blowback was simply this. I got shit from my wife and a couple of other people in the party. They were basically, they basically felt like I wasn't you know, including myself in the festivities that I was sort of separating myself, that I was, you know, in a way not taking part in the joy that was going to be the celebration of this event. And I understand that from their perspective. And I think at the end of the day, I did the right thing by choosing out because had I gone, I would have been miserable. And had I gone, I would have made them miserable or there was at least a good chance that I would have made them miserable because I wasn't having a good time in that environment. And so knowing myself and knowing what I want, I said no, I put my foot down and I chose not to do it. And, you know, when the blowback came, it was not too hard for me to handle. I had, you know, I've obviously been practicing this to a degree and that was something that was kind of a hard line for me. I find that the gray area stuff, the things that it's like, well, it could go one way or the other, those are the things that tend to be harder for me to say no in and around. This one was an absolute hard no for me. And it ultimately was better for everyone, and I have no regrets. And in after talking to, you know, people after the fact and explaining my position, they understood and it wasn't such a big deal. But in the moment, you know, it was like, hey, why don't you want to spend time with us kind of a thing? You know, humans are that way. We have that sort of social aspect to our interaction. And when that interaction or that social contract is perceived to be broken, there are some stories made up in people's minds. And whether they're true or not, 
they carry that with them, right? So part of, you know, being in this situation where I felt like I had to say no was understanding that that was going to come my way. And the same is going to happen to anyone who puts themselves in that situation. So what happens when you say no, right? So what does saying no actually give you? Well, initially it's going to give you some fear, right? Because of all those things I mentioned at the top of the podcast, right? There's that fear of ostracism. There's a little bit of fear of judgment. There's fear of being sort of, you know, outed as being, you know, someone who doesn't join in, someone who doesn't go along. And, you know, that's not necessarily someplace you want to be in a social environment, uh, especially one that's festive, right? So you kind of have to pick your battles and understand what the consequences are going to be of your actions. And ultimately, once you've taken that into account and you've understood that you're going to have something come back your way, you sort of deal with it, you sort of wrap your mind around that, and then you can sort of be at peace with it. And then there comes this idea of having more confidence because you took a stand for yourself and what you wanted and you sort of stood in the fire of other people's opinions or other people's way of thinking or seeing the situation. And because you did that, you are forced to find your spine, right? And this is something that a lot of people have a great deal of trouble doing. But the end result of that is you give yourself more confidence because you are literally coming from essence. You're coming from your authentic nature and telling the world and those in it what you will and will not accept in the moment. So the hard truth is simply this, guys. It is an act of rebellion to say no. It sets you apart and not always in a good way in the eyes of others, but it always gives you the ability to be in your own power. And that's the beauty of it. We all want to be an agent unto ourselves. We all want to be an actor, a positive actor in our own lives. So the question today is this, where in your life are you saying yes when you really want to say no? Not maybe I'll think about it, but hell no. Is it in your work life? Is it in the gym? Is it in a relationship? Where do you see an opportunity to apply a change that will benefit you? Now, once you've got that answer, you've got to honor the work and put it in practice and change what you want to make a reality in the world. Otherwise, what's the point? So think of just one way you can use this idea of saying no to step into a place that demands you take ownership of your decisions and direction. Don't allow yourself to remain a slave to the fear like I've done this past year, and I'm going to share that with you guys in another podcast, or habit of saying yes to go along to get along. Stand up for you and the vision you want to make of your life. Start by saying no to all the distractions and 100% of the maybes. So that's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. If you found value in the message, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, or Stitcher. Share this with those you know want to invest in themselves and others on social. And I'll see you back here in the next episode. Until then, this is Jason signing off. Now go and do the hard thing.